Hi, this is Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. In Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 35, we get to see the Apostle Peter demonstrate a supernatural faith in Jesus Christ. And then, blow it, just a couple verses later. I mean, this gospel passage tells two familiar stories. The first is Peter's declaration of faith in Jesus. Now, Jesus leads the disciples to Caesarea Philippi. It's a region dominated by the Romans. There was actually a temple there dedicated to Caesar Augustus. Okay, so why is that important? Because by telling us the area, the author of the gospel is setting up a striking contrast. Augustus claimed that he was a god who was the son of a god. Do you get the picture? I mean, Jesus, who actually is God, the son of God, is standing in a region dominated by Gentiles, practically in the shadow of a temple dedicated to a Roman emperor who claimed to be what Jesus is. I mean, in this context, Jesus asked the disciples, well, who do you say that I am? I mean, essentially he's saying, the Romans claim Caesar is a God. Who do people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Now, when Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah, and in Matthew's gospel, that he's the son of God, well, it's not only a declaration of faith in Jesus, but it's also an act of rebellion against the powers of the time. The Messiah was believed to be the one who would restore the earthly kingdom of David. It was the Messiah who would overthrow the Romans. Now, in the second story, it becomes clear that while Peter knew who Jesus was, he didn't fully understand how Jesus was going to do what he'd come to do. In Mark chapter 8, verse 31, Jesus begins to teach openly that he'll be rejected by the elders. He'll be killed, and then he'll rise again in three days. Now, if you're getting ready to raise a rebellion against the strongest empire in the world, that's not a great recruiting slogan. Hey, follow me, because everyone's going to turn against me, and then I'm going to be killed. Yeah, sorry, I'm not joining that army. Peter, who just verses ago declared that Jesus was the long-awaited Messiah, takes the Lord aside and begins to rebuke him. Lord, you're not doing it right. Okay, let that sit with you for a second. God's openly revealing his plan of salvation and Peter rebukes him. Yeah, it doesn't go well. Jesus then rebukes Peter. Get behind me, Satan. You're thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Okay, that had to sting. Jesus then calls everyone together and says, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. Now, if I'm honest, most of the time, I'm just like Peter. Now, I'm good at declaring who God is. I mean, Jesus is Lord. But when it comes down to it, I want my plan for my salvation not his. When God begins to speak hard truths into my life, when he calls me to pick up the cross and follow, more often than not, I pull him aside and rebuke him. Lord, it isn't supposed to be like this. You're letting me down. Pull it together. This gospel is a challenging one. I want to think that merely knowing who God is, is enough. But it's not. I'm not just called to know him. I'm called to imitate him. I'm called to invite the Holy Spirit to move me to lay down my life like he laid down his. It's not always going to be the way I would have done. It's his plan, not mine. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Hey, if this podcast is serving you, we'd love it if you'd go to everydaycatholic.com donate and consider joining us as a monthly partner so we can reach more families like yours. 